The pass is long, the hit is hard, and the running's fast. It's time for high school football. This is the WCLT High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Tonight's game is brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating, Licking Memorial Health Systems, KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center, Lashley Tractor Sales, and Mike's Ruby. From Randy Boffman Stadium at Licking Valley, it's the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7 as the homestanding Licking Valley Panthers play host to the Zanesville Blue Devils. Hi everybody, Brian Mays, Garrett Wando, another beautiful night for high school football here in Licking County. And I tell you what, the Licking Valley Panthers are rolling. They are 3-2, and two, but three straight convincing victories over West Holmes, Johnstown, and Lakewood. They are rolling right now. Homecoming tonight here at Licking Valley, and Garrett, they just want this machine to keep plowing on. Yeah, absolutely. You said it. Ever since losing uh, to Heath in Week 2, 46-17, they've really turned their season around, yeah, specifically with that 40-35 to win against West Holmes. Just some numbers here for you. Through their first two games, they only averaged about 15 points per game, giving up almost 40. Since then, since they went on their three-game winning streak, they're averaging 38 38- 38 points per game on offense and only giving up about 16 on defense. So they seem to have found their stride after week two. They're hoping to continue that winning streak. And I'm really interested to see, too, how the senior quarterback Hayden Rogers done. We've seen this guy back when he his first year starting as a sophomore. So far on the year, he's got 655 yards, 10 touchdowns, and just three interceptions. So I think, too, I've heard the, the play of this offensive line really switched things up after week two as well. So as long as that offensive line and the quarterback play continues to excel, this team is something to look to look out for uh, coming down the stretch. Well, hopefully you didn't do the media change because Hayden is part of the homecoming court and he just was walking down the midfield stripe as you talked about him. So <laughs> it might be a double winner tonight. We'll have to wait and see. But he definitely has taken the reins of this team as the senior quarterback and wants to go out in flying fashion. They have some big games coming up, but as you and I talked about in in the pregame here, just making sure you don't overlook a Zanesville team that, despite coming in one and four, they have the talent to knock you off if you're not ready. Yeah, absolutely. You see it at all levels of play. You cannot overlook your opponents because they do have Watkins Memorial next week. That should be a really uh, marquee matchup. But yeah, Zanesville just coming in at one and four. You got to be careful. They played it down to the wire with the Heath Bulldogs last week. Heath was eventually able to pull that one away. But Zanesville's a team that you know you can't come in judge based off purely on their record. They're going to come out, and I won't be shocked if they try to put up a decent amount of points on the Panthers today. They are one and four. They have their one victory over Lakewood in double overtime, but have also played a very tough schedule. You mentioned the ball game with Heath. They've also played St. Clairsville, and they take on a, a much-improved Newark ball club back in Week 1 where they had a 21-7 lead but ended up falling to the Wildcats by a final of 35-21. to Just getting started here. When we return here on K98.7, we'll have my pregame interview with longtime and Hall of Fame head coach at Licking Valley, Randy Boffman. That's next as you're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7.
Hi folks, it's Andy Ritberger. There's nothing better than taking your tailgate party up a notch or two, and all it takes is one stop at the Ritberger North Market to get our brats, hot dogs, steaks, ribs, and pork tenderloin. I gotta tell you that what's on your grill can make or break your party, so come see us at the Ritberger North Market on Maple Avenue in Zanesville. And if you're in the Buckeye Lake area, check out our new store, the Ritberger Market at the Lake. Hi, this is Charlie Burwell from Church Street Floor Covering, and we're happy to welcome back all the high school football players to the field. At Church Street Floor Covering, we support all local athletes and wish them the best of luck this season. If you're looking for flooring that can stand up to whatever your home team throws at it, come see us at Church Street Floor Covering. We've been scoring big points with our customers for over 30 years. Church Street Floor Coverings, across from the Buckeye Valley YMCA. And don't forget to tell them Charlie sent you. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Case ninety-eight point seven. Coach, halfway through the season with a record of three and two, what have you liked about this team, and what have you seen that maybe has really improved since week one against Sheridan? Well, uh, I think we've we've uh, obviously improved our execution. Um, we were we were making quite a few mistakes. Um, those first couple opponents were uh, pretty darn good also. So uh, I certainly don't want to take anything away from them. But uh, I, th- I thought we've just competed better. The uh, West Holmes game was huge for us. Uh, they probably took us a little lightly, but I thought we executed uh, really well that night uh, offensively. We, we didn't end up in uh, long yardage situations. We didn't turn the ball over. Uh, they scored a bunch, but uh, we seemed to answer, and our kids just uh, really gained confidence from that. Well, I think you would say resiliency. I mean, when West Holmes got going a little bit, you know, in the second half and took that lead, you almost kind of looked at it, could this be like the Heath game when you got close and then they ran away with it? But you guys found that second gear and really took it uh, and matched them toe for toe the rest of the way. Well, I think that goes back to to uh, practice. Even though we were 0-2, I thought our kids really kept practicing hard uh, and kept believing in themselves. Um, so we've had uh, good senior leadership. Um, you know, it's it's a it's a fun group to be around. Uh, they they work hard, but. Uh, you know, they can have a good time and still work hard, which is, is a nice way to, to have things. Well, I kind of saw that in practice where you, when they were having their water break, it was goofing off. But when the whistle blew, they were ready to go. So that, that definitely comes from senior leadership. Yeah, it does. And it started uh, last year in the weight room. Uh, we've got a, a great uh, weight coach, a strength coach, Larry Miller, who does a fantastic job of uh, really motivating in the weight room. So. That has helped carry over. I thought we had a good summer. Uh, again, we just got off to a bad start, but uh, things uh, things don't get any easier. Uh, you know, we've been talking about each week as our opponent's going to get better and better. And uh, you know, some of the things Zanesville's doing now is, is scary. So we've got to play well. We have been fortunate enough in doing our game so far this year. In the last three years, of seeing. Some sophomore quarterbacks, Braden Bayless at Heath, still Meister at Newark, develop into the seniors. And now we get a chance to watch Mr. Rogers and what he's been able to do from his sophomore year 
to now. What has impressed you most about him, either on the field or as a leader, as the as the senior quarterback? Just now? his confidence, you know. Uh, you know, I, I thought West Holmes was his best game. You know, he he didn't try to do too much. Uh, he took what the what the defense gave us. Um, and, and when he does that, he, he's he's very very effective, both running the ball and throwing the ball. He, he's probably as athletic of a quarterback as we've had here. So it, it's nice that he can do it either way with his arms or with his legs. All right. So Zanesville, a team that did throw a scare into Heath last week. It was twenty twenty uh, before the Bulldogs ran away with a little bit. Drew Doyle. He's another good quarterback. Uh, I said tonight in practice, he's he's probably the most dynamic uh, individual that we've faced. Uh, I mean, just when he gets the ball in his hands, he's just got a different gear. You watch film, and it looks like he's running full speed, and then he then he goes into overdrive. So he's uh, he really hurt Heath last uh, week. He, he's got tremendous cutback ability. Mm-hmm. Uh, so. Obviously, our focus is on him, but they've obviously got some other good, good talented kids there. But I got to still think it's no matter what game you're talking about or skilled athletes, what you do up front still going to make or break a football game. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, and that's the other thing. I think our offensive line has has kind of come together. Uh, we still uh, we haven't gotten any bigger, so uh, we're <laughs> we're awfully small up there. But uh, they're playing more as a unit. Uh, and, and I think the, truth, the same is true with our defensive line. Uh, they they played well. Uh, we didn't play well last week out of Lakewood uh, for some reason. It's just one of those games where uh, you know we, I, I thought we kind of went through the motions. So uh, we've had a, a good a couple practices so far this week. That, that hopefully we realize. Uh, you know we can't just show up. We're not we're not good enough to do that. So we've got to. We've got to play hard all the time. And do you think the players have grasped that, knowing, okay, part one is done, you know, for the first half of the season. This is where we make or break. This is where our postseason seeding can do, depending on what we do for the remainder of these five contests. Well, if, if they don't understand it, there's there's something wrong with them, because that, that has certainly been uh, starting with Friday night. Uh, that, that has really been uh, pounded home with them that uh, we've got to improve every day. If you're not improving, then you're going backwards. And uh, and we might have done that a little bit last week, uh, looking back. So uh, maybe it was a wake-up call. Uh, we'll see. Thank you, Coach. Good luck tonight. Thank you. Carpenters Market in Somerset, proud supporter of all area high school football teams, invites you to stop in and stock up on all the meat, deli, and dairy items you need. They're open seven days a week and have the best selection of local produce and local beef. While you're in the store, be sure to check out their weekly specials. You'll save real money on their discounted meat boxes. They're the ideal place to stock up for the colder weather to come. Look for Carpenters Market on Facebook and at 103 South Columbus Street in Somerset. Configuring the Bluetooth, deciding who controls the music, remembering where you parked. Why are simple things sometimes so complicated? Thankfully, with an auto owner's insurance independent agent, getting the right coverage for your vehicle doesn't have to be one of them. So you can get back to more important things, like remembering if you're on the third or fourth level of the parking garage. That's simple human sense. Visit Hummel's Newark office right off the downtown square or online at HummelGRP.com. 
You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. And welcome back, everyone. High School Football tonight here on Kate 98.7, Licking Valley and Zanesville. The Panthers will get the ball to start this game as Zanesville won the toss and deferred to the second half. And you never want to speculate too much, but we were watching warm-ups, and it looked like Zanesville may have changed a couple things here offensively that we may want to watch and see when they do have the ball, Garrett. Yeah, uh, the name you're used to hearing for Zanesville under center is Drew Doyle, senior quarterback, which Coach Boffin alluded to in his interview. You know, he's a very dynamic player, um, just a great two-way quarterback throwing and running the football, but was not taking the majority of the snaps in the warm-ups. He was kind of warming up in the slot. Um, Section number 16 was taking most of the snaps as quarterback. Makai Murray, a sophomore quarterback. So we'll see what the Blue Devils will do on the offensive side of things. But, hey, I mean, midseason, you're 1-4, obviously not where you want to be. Maybe shaking things up, or maybe we'll see two quarterback look here tonight for the Blue Devils. Definitely Doyle, the run-pass threat, and definitely more of an, an option-sometimes type of quarterback than what we saw just in warm-ups, going with four wideouts and Murray really just a drop-back passer. But again, you never know what sometimes you see in the in the warm-ups if they come to fruition for the game. So we'll just keep an eye on that and see if Zanesville is trying to change things up as they start the second half of their season. Valley will be going right to left as we get ready to start this ball game. Cam Van Kirk will tee it up for the Blue Devils, and we are underway from Hanover. And the kick will be bounced and filled at the 19-yard line by Evan Lohr, and Lohr breaks away. He's at the 40, midfield, 45-40, and he will be tackled there. So great opportunity for Valley to start this ball game in Zanesville territory. Yeah, kick saving probably a touchdown right there for the Blue Devils, but set up already in plus territory. Got the momentum of the crowd here with you. I just try to take this and try to score a touchdown. 41-yard line of the Blue Devils is where things will start. Hayden Rogers, the senior quarterback, will try to lead the Panthers to an opening score here. In the backfield, he has Trent Marcus, who's been an outstanding junior running back for the Panthers. First and ten, Valley. Motion and man, and hits the handoff to Marcus. Breaks one tackle inside the 40 and down close to the 35-yard line. Good solid pickup on first down. Yeah, Marcus, like you said, he has been great so far this year for the Panthers. He has 536. He's, he's powered up 453 of, of his total 536 yards in the past three games. Second down and four after that six-yard pickup. Rogers has a quick note to lower one of the wideouts split here to the near side on second down. Marcus goes in motion, and it's a quick pass, and making the catch and getting the first down inside the 30-yard line is Cam Walker. So a couple of nice, positive plays to start this game for Valley. Yep, stay in front of the chains and moving the chains here early. Last thing you wanted to do after that big kickoff return was go three and out and possibly give the ball right back to the Blue Devils. Nine-yard pickup on that second down play, so it's first and ten Valley at the Zanesville 27-yard line. Opening drive of this ball game. Valley trying to get their fourth straight win after starting with two losses. 
Rodgers, here's the handoff to Martis on the right side at the 25, breaks one tackle, 20, still on his feet, will get very close to a first down. He'll easily now pick that up inside the 15-yard line. And so far, just running the football has been really, really effective for the Panthers, Marcus, and that just that offensive line, too, up front, getting a nice push, providing some nice holes for Marcus. I mean, it's hard to really do anything else right now than just run the football for the Panthers. 15 yards down to the 12-yard line. First and 10, Valley will have it there. Looking very solid to start this ball game. Quick snap, Rodgers. Hand off to Marcus. In the middle, he goes down to the five, takes it into the end zone. Touchdown, Valley. Just like that. Just a great job by Licking Valley. They took advantage of the great field position from the kickoff return, and then it was easy. Just ground and pound, just one passing play in that entire drive. Otherwise, it was just handoffs to Marcus. And like a, the offensive line played outstanding that drive. Marcus, great vision, and Valley coming out here early, making a statement. Jacob Wheeler on to attempt the extra point. Again, a great kicker here for Licking Valley. Snap down, kicker on the way. It is up, and it is good. 10.41 to go, first quarter. 7-0 Licking Valley. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Trillium Farms, one of the country's leading egg producers, located near Johnstown, is hiring. If you're looking for a flexible, friendly, team-oriented work environment, they want you on their team. Hiring maintenance technicians, shippers, production, and processing workers. They offer some of the highest earnings in the industry, a very competitive benefits package, and a $2,000 sign-on bonus. View current openings or apply online at versova.com. B-E-R-S-O-V-A.com. Trillion Farms is an equal opportunity employer. Do you come home to find your trash thrown all over the ground, driveway, or yard? Or are you just tired of paying too much just to get rid of your trash? Call Shackleford's Disposal today. Offering a weekly residential trash service at honest and fair pricing. Shackleford's also offers commercial and dumpster services for your weekend and construction projects. So call Shackleford's Disposal at 740-366-0001, where you get the real deal. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Wheeler kicks it off. High kick, end over end, be fielded at the 10-yard line by Drake Tabler. And Tabler will take it to about the 18-yard line, where Zanesville will have it first and 10. Let's pause for station identification. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. You are listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on WCLT. W254CT Newark. Kate 98.7. Seven nothing. Licking Valley leads it after a four-play, 59-yard drive capped off by a 12-yard touchdown run by Trent Marcus. And as they showed in warm-ups, that is what Zanesville is going to do. Having Makai Murray at quarterback, Drew Doyle goes in motion, and here's a handoff and breaking a couple of tackles, getting across the 20-yard line. Ball is on the ground. Licking Valley is saying they have it, waiting for an official signal, and I think they're saying he was down. So the play will stop, and Zanesville will have it on a second down. Yeah, got a big break that time where the Blue Devils, last thing they needed to do was turn the ball over, but it'll be interesting to see how this offense operates with the new quarterback and how they will utilize Drew Doyle 
um, kind of as a receiver slash slot man here, maybe trying to get the ball to him in the open field and utilize his speed. Cameron Ruff was the ball carry there, and he did get four yards on that first down. And here's a fake and then an inside handoff to Ruff and gets a couple of hard earn yards there. And it'll bring up third down in about five. Yeah, that play looked like it was going nowhere, really, right off the snap. That defensive line from the Panthers penetrated, and that Blue Devil offensive line had no response for him here. An early third down coming up, and it'd be really big for Zanesville to just try to extend the drive. Don't want to go three and out after giving up uh, an early touchdown. So third and five from the 24. Again, Makai Murray, 5'11", 165-pound sophomore. And here is he's back to throw. Now will fire, and it's intercepted, I believe, by Valley. Yes, it is. Valley with the pickoff, and I believe it was Logan Workman. Workman is the guy who picked it off, and that was kind of just thrown right to him, Derrick. Yeah, uh, must have been a miscommunication between him, and I believe he was trying to find Doyle on that route there on third down, but maybe a little bit of uh, early game jitters from the sophomore quarterback making his first start here today in a hostile environment. So Valley already up 7 nothing now, looking to get their second score from Zanesville's 31. Rogers fades the handoff. He's got pressure, rolls to his right, flagged on the play. He gets sacked, ball on the ground, and let's see what they call here. Official stop play, and they don't seem to be in any hurry to make the call, but it looks like it is going to be a hold against Valley, and the fumble, they're saying no, the ball was dead. So that could have been disastrous. Still not very positive, to say the least, with the holding call. Looks like they are going to accept it, even though they did bring him down for a sack. Sack would have been maybe a loss of three. Instead, they going to give him negative ten and redo the down. So it'll be first and 20 from the 41-yard line of Zanesville. 8.59 to go in this first quarter. 7-0. Licking Valley leads it. Rogers sends Lauren Motion, who will get the handoff on the end around. And Zanesville's right there. And good defensive play as Lauren back to the line of scrimmage maybe lost a yard. Yeah, penalties and specifically those big holding calls that set you back 10 yards are a really good way to kill your drives offensively. And Zanesville is trying to make the most of it here. We're going to have to see uh, Rogers drop back and throw most likely if they want to pick up this first down. They do say a loss of one on that, so second now and 21 from the Zanesville 42. Two wide out split to each side on the second down. Rogers inside, handoff, Marcus, pretty good hole. He's at the 35, takes it inside the 35, and it's close to the original line of scrimmage, but still a third and long here for Valley. Yeah, I mean, the way that that play has been working and the way Marcus has been running and just the push that offense line's given him so far here tonight, I know it's third and long with third about 12 here, but you're probably on the right side of the field. You're going to go for it on fourth down. May just run it here and make this a fourth down and short. Marcus, four carries, 42 yards to start this contest. Third and 12 from the 33. Rodgers to throw. Pressure right up the middle. It's a screen set up. 
Here's Marcus at the 30, makes one man miss, gets inside the 25-yard line, will be about three yards shy of a first down, a long three, but I do believe they will go for it on this fourth down, or I take it back, it looks like they're going to bring Wheeler out to attempt the field goal. Yeah, um, I mean, hey, the way you've been running the football, this is a very, very manageable fourth down, but... If you are confident in your kicker, which we don't see all too often, you don't want to leave points on the board. This will be a 42-yard field goal attempt for Wheeler. Rodgers holds. Here's the kick. It's a line drive, and it will go short. So Zanesville dodges a bullet there after the interception, then the crucial holding penalty, and the 42-yard field goal does fall short, so we remain 7 nothing with 6.47 to go first quarter. Yeah, I believe that holding penalty is what really killed the Panthers on the previous possession. Fortunately, it didn't look like Wheeler got all of that one. It was on target, just fell a few yards short, but a good opportunity here for Zanesville. They threw that interception deep on their own side of the field. We'll see who lines up here at quarterback on this possession, but dodged a bullet right there. So if this doesn't work out after four or five possessions, do you go back to Doyle or you say this is how we're going to do it? I mean, I would go back to Doyle personally, but it, I think it depends on just the trajectory of how you want to play the rest of the season. And we're going to have motion before the play starts. And I think you can see when you're installing something new here, you've had an interception, now you're having a false start, and you're pushed back another five to make it first and 15. Yeah, not going to help out. Your offense which has looked pretty rough so far here tonight. But, I mean, obviously, you know, you saw something in practice that you maybe you wanted to swap Doyle out. I think you just need to try to get him involved, though, uh, as much as possible. Put the ball in his hands, you know through these motions or whatnot, which we've kind of seen him motion a lot so far here early. Murray will hand it off to Ruff in the backfield. Nothing doing. Tries to dive forward back to the line of scrimmage at the 15, but he will be short of that second and long. Yeah, so far the Blue Devils are losing the battle in the trenches on the offensive side of things, unable to get anything going in the running game. Second down and 15 from the 15 for the Blue Devils. Murray waits for the snap. He will look to throw this time. And it's a pass out to Doyle, but off his fingertips, and it'll be third and long. Yeah, I think that's kind of what is the whole game plan of the offense is just a... These maybe these quick passes to Doyle. The problem is just getting an accurate ball to him, except with another third and long, another obvious passing situation, kind of set yourself up to fail here if you're Zanesville. But for the Panthers, another good opportunity to get off the field. And potentially get good field position. See if they bring pressure or play back on this third and long. Doyle comes in motion. Murray. He's got pressure, and he will go down. He is sacked back around the 10-yard line. That is Titan Priest coming in to make the sack. So good pressure there by the Valley defense, and it's fourth and long, and Zanesville probably will be punting from their end zone. Yeah, Valley will be set up with good field position here. But, yeah, once again, just offensive line not giving their quarterback a lot of time to throw. and. 
Probably a good decision that time for Murray, just hanging on to that one, not make another ill-advised throw. Lohr standing back at midfield. Here's the punt. Pretty good high kick there. Lohr will do a fair catch, and he will get it in Zanesville territory. But a good kick with no return, and Valley will have it at the 46 with 521 in this first quarter, and the Panthers up. Seven to nothing. Don't forget all the scores tonight on the T100 High School Football Scoreboard Show with Mark Bruce and Lee Waller. Nine to eleven this evening on T100. Well, we talk about it each time we do a Looking Valley game, but it's always worth noting. Forty-eighth year, Mr. Boffman has been the head coach at Licking Valley, the Hall of Famer, seventh all-time in wins in Ohio high school football history. He just does it year in and year out. First and ten, here's Marcus. Good hand up up the middle, and he'll get close to the 40-yard line on a six-yard pickup to start this drive. And, yeah, Marcus, so far here tonight, it seems like at least five, six yards every single carry. There's just so, so much movement from the offensive line pushing those guys on Zanesville back that he just has a really big hole initially. And, like I said, it's just been positive game. I just keep hitting the ball off here to him until they uh, let you know that they can stop him. Second and four, Rodgers will give it to Marcus. That time he was tripped up before he got the first down. Two-yard pickup. It'll be third down and two. This is the third possession for Licking Valley in this first quarter, all in Zanesville territory. Yeah, you'd like to put this one in the end zone after coming off the missed field on the previous possession, but I think this is probably four-down territory just looking at how close they are to the, moving the chains. Third down and a short two. Rodgers, Marcus, first down and more. 35-30. And inside the 30-yard line, again, the line's doing a nice job on that initial push. Yeah, Marcus initially got hit. looked like right at the sticks, able to shake off a tackle that time and then go for an additional game. But, I mean, the recipe's simple <laughs> so far for the Panthers. Just keep giving the ball off to Marcus here and force the Blue Devils to make you throw the football. Three straight carries on this drive for the first down. Six-yard pickup there. Rodgers will throw. Man wide open. It's Lore. He's inside the 20-yard line and will be close to the first down. I think they'll give it to him if they mark it at the 18-yard line. And it is a first down. Man, nice play that time. Good throw from Rodgers. Got the ball out quick. Doesn't have to force anything like with the rushing attack playing so well. The defense is kind of you know not expecting a throw there on first down and ten. Eighteen yard line, first and ten. Valley up seven nothing. Looking for more. Rogers will throw it again. Here's a quick pass and off the hands that time of Cam Walker. I think started to run before he caught it that time. Yeah, saw the turf in front of him. Did not look that one in all the way. So I'll set him up here a second down in 10. But liking what the Panthers are doing here, trying to mix it up a little bit, not taking any deep shots down the field, which is fine. Just taking what the Blue Devils are giving them. These little wide receiver screen slant routes and just hand it off to Marcus have been working so far. First incomplete pass in three attempts for Rodgers on that one. He will look to throw again. Pressure, fires, catch made by Lohr. Short pickup that time, maybe about a yard, and it's third and long. 
Yeah, just a little drag route that time. Looked like most of the receivers were running similar routes. Um, short gain that time, setting up third and long. We'll see if they're playing probably four down territory. So two plays, I think, here probably pick up these nine yards. So it's third and nine from the 17. Marcus on the left side of Rogers on this third down play. Rogers to throw. Fires catch made and getting close to the first down, but will be just shy of it, making the catch that time. Marshall Carr was the intended receiver who catches it, so it'll be fourth down. We'll call it a, I say good two right there, fourth and two. Yeah, about two yards. I mean, to me, just give it to Marcus here. <laughs> that's the that's been your most consistent play, and he is yet to let you down for two yards or less. He will get the handoff and get the first down inside the five yard line, first and goal, Valley. Setting him now, first and goal at the three. I just keep feeding Marcus here right now, at least on first and goal. See if he can just punch this one here in the end zone. Quickly to the line. Here's Marcus up the middle. Gets close to the goal line, but will be just shy, bringing up a second and goal. Now setting up here at the one, second and goal. I mean, you can do you can do a multiple variety of things here. Obviously, you can go with Marcus and you do quarterback sneak. You can do a quarterback push play here. Um, I I I would just kind of play it safe and keep this one on the ground. Well, they've got a spread attack here, and Rodgers, though, does go under center, and he looks to be in, waiting for the official signal. There it is. Touchdown, Licking Valley. One-yard keeper by Rodgers, and the lead extends to 13 to nothing. Yeah, nothing fancy. Kind of just spread out the defense with the receivers so that it couldn't just stack the box that time. Rodgers, quarterback sneak, and they are now up. 13 to nothing here pending this extra point. A nice 10 play 54 yard drive. And here's Wheeler's extra point up and good. Minute 52 to go in this opening stanza. And Looking Valley showing no slowdown as we talked about. Continuing to roll right now up 14 to nothing. Taking advantage of great field position. Scoring opportunities on all three. And they've capitalized twice, now with the 14 to nothing cushion. High school football here on Kate 98.7, brought to you by KSEPS Auto Body and Service Center. Brian Mays, Garrett Wanda with you from Randy Boffman Stadium as the sun begins to set here in eastern Licking County. Minute 52 to go in this opening quarter in Licking Valley with the 14 to nothing lead. So Zanesville. Nothing on offense so far in two drives, an interception, and more penalty yards and a sack than p- 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 progressive yards moving forward. So we'll see what they can do on their third possession here. Wheeler is set to kick it off from the 40. And the kickoff is set. A good high kick once again, end over end. Will be taken at the five-yard line by Tabler, going to the right side. Gets a couple good blocks this time, now at the 20, at the 30, and will be pushed out of bounds. It is amazing to me, week after week, 
the kickoff returns that we see that really gives offenses sometimes half a field. Yeah, and it's a good way to just kick start a drive and get momentum back into a football game. We saw it here today with Looking Valley receiving the opening kickoff. They were able to get it right into Zanesville territory, score a touchdown, and get momentum. So we'll see now. This is the best field position so far here today for the Blue Devils if they're able to make something of it. At the 37-yard line, first and 10. Murray, here's a pitch to Doyle, and looked like there was a hold, but no call. Now it comes up. Doyle, though, gets behind the line of scrimmage, so we'll see if Licking Valley accepts the penalty or makes it, you know, second and long here. That's the first time Doyle has touched the football. Yeah, I mean, obviously we this is going to be holding against the Blue Devils. We'll see what they do, but... You know, with the change up at quarterback with Murray, more of a traditional pocket passer, um, you know, I don't want to say the experiment's already over here in this first quarter. You are going against a good Licking Valley team, and you want to give a fair shot here to Murray, but the offense just has not looked promising at all, and it's been even a struggle to really get Doyle the football in this one. They've tried to. I feel like the emphasis, they're trying to get to him really, Almost on every play, but even on that play, when he does touch the football, it results in a negative play. So they do accept the penalty. It's first and 20 now from the 27. Murray quick drop, and the pass is caught by Tabler for about five yards. That's the first completion for Murray. Maybe that will help him loosen up a little bit. Yeah, I think, too, just trying to build up some confidence in him uh, with these short completions. And just that offensive line trying to give maybe a little bit more time. It would be nice, too, to establish a running game for a first-time starting quarterback so you don't have to be so reliant on the passing game. Second down and 15 to go. Murray, here's a pitch to Doyle. Looking for some running room, but Valley's able to snuff it out. And again, big hit behind the line of scrimmage. Way behind the line of scrimmage. Cam Walker coming up and snuffing that play out. And these plays so far where they're kind of giving it to Doyle, they put him in motion, all Panthers' eye, all Panthers eyes are on Doyle, obviously, you know, because you know, he's the main guy in this offense. He has been for the majority of this season and last season up until his injury. So, so far it's been coming back to bite the Blue Devils, so maybe, you know, reinforcing that play, maybe use him as a decoy here, try to catch the uh, Panthers sleeping on one of these plays. Third down and 18 from the 30. Murray will go back to throw. He's got pressure. Rolls away from it and fires. And catch is made. Nice catch there by David Evans. He will be shy of the first down as the quarter comes to an end. 14-0. Licking Valley leads it. Back for quarter number two as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Your college experience should be built just for you, supporting everything you value most. That's why Ohio University delivers the high-quality education we're known for right here on our Lancaster campus. Whether you're a full-time student or working full-time, Ohio's affordable, flexible degrees are always in demand in our community and can take you anywhere. Earn a degree in your own backyard on your own terms and move your career and your community forever forward. Learn more at ohio.edu slash Lancaster. The Energy Cooperative Operation Roundup Foundation has granted over $3.8 million into our community since 2006. 
Participating members round up their utility bills to the next dollar, creating funds for school books, playground equipment, community parks, animal rescue, scholarships, and more. The Operation Roundup Foundation Board of Directors say thank you for helping to improve our community. For more information on Operation Roundup grant applications, go to myenergycoop.com slash roundup. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. Second quarter underway. Drew Doyle will punt it for Zanesville on the fourth down. Lohr comes up and makes the fair catch just across the 30-yard line. So this will be Valley's worst field position just because it's their own territory. 14-0. Licking Valley leads it as we just start this second quarter. As Zanesville not able to get much going on offense. Valley has been very successful, led by Trent Marcus, really getting it done on the ground. Yeah, Pim and that offense, the offensive line just played outstanding. Whether it be run or pass, they've provided good uh, pass protection. The few times Rogers has dropped back to throw, whenever Marcus touches the rock, it is a big push up front, big, lots of holes up for him to choose from. Well, he gets the handoff here, and he's got another big hole, 40. Midfield into Zanesville territory and will be taken down at the 45-yard line right on cue. Yeah, I mean, to me, I mean, I've been saying the past couple drives, but the recipe is really simple here for Licking Valley. Keep running the football through the Zanesville defense. They have no answer for your offensive line. They have no answer for Marcus either as he's been able to make some people miss and break some tackles too when he gets in the open field. Number 22 with 22 on that pickup. First and 10 Valley. Rodgers will throw and he is looking long. He's got a man open. It's Wheeler. He makes the catch. It's a house call. Touchdown Valley. 45 yards, a two-play drive, and the Panthers now up 20-0. Just a beautiful throw that time from Rodgers. We've seen the progression from him now, his sophomore year to his senior year. Threw that one perfectly for his receiver in stride. One of the best balls that I've seen him throw so far in his career, and they are able to now make it 20 to nothing and two nice good first down call there obviously I think everyone was expecting a run took a deep shot and it paid off Wheeler on for his third extra point after catching the long touchdown pass catches up it's good 21 nothing Licking Valley leads it back with more from Randy Boffman Stadium you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7 coaches often explain a loss by saying their players failed to protect the quarterback what he said <laughs> protecting your assets is important in life as it is in football I'm Brett Boyer from Boyer Insurance and our team is here to provide the coverage for your life's fumbles <laughs> so if your zone gets flooded or an employee injures their backfield, you can recover. Stay on the ball with the help of our team at Boyer Insurance in Zanesville and Coshocton and online at BoyerINS.com. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always there to make the toughest jobs easier. Husqvarna has been the choice of professionals and homeowners alike for more than 332 years. Wright Brothers Power carries a full range of parts and accessories that add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Wright Brothers Power at 625 West Church Street. 
listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. Two plays, 67 yards, 45-yard touchdown pass from Rogers to Wheeler, and it's 21-0 Licking Valley, 11-20 left in this second quarter. Line drive kick that Doyle will field at his two-yard line. And he's got running room. He's at the 20. He's at the 30. 40 stays on his feet. And a great return by Drew Doyle. It's not my place to say. I think you got to have him at quarterback. Yeah, I'm kind of agreeing with you on that one. Um, I mean, that, just, that run, it didn't look like anything was there, and he takes it from the 2 up to the 45 just like that. He's just too of a, too much of a dynamic player to not have the ball in his hands on every single play, even if you are kind of designing to just um, run the football, keep, the, keep on these quarterback keeps. Um, but... They are holding strong here, at least for now. Murray stays in at quarterback. Looks, fires over the middle, and that pass almost intercepted. And Logan Workman also almost had his second INT of the night. A dangerous pass that time for Murray into triple coverage. You know, I'm not sure what the uh, the conversation going forward for the rest of the season is. If, you know... Doyle played his last game at quarterback last week against Heath. Or, you know, I'm not sure what the game plan is going forward. He comes in motion, and it's an inside handoff to Ruff, who has his best run of the night of about four yards. But when he's just that dynamic of a player, he's touched the ball three times. And two times, as you put it out correctly, Valley knew he was getting the ball and were right there. The one time where he has open field, Mm -hmm. he has a 43-yard return. Just think, when you have that type of special player, you milk it. Yeah, it feels like like the Blue Devils have the best chance of winning, at least from the short sample that we've seen them play, um, when Doyle's at quarterback. Here's a handoff to Ruff. And a good hard run into Panther territory to the 48-yard line. They will be shy of a first down by about three and a half yards. They punted last time at about this same spot. Looks like they're going to go for it here this time. Yeah, got to go for it. Your defense hasn't been able to really stop the Panthers at all, scoring on three of their four drives so far. Um, So this is a big fourth down to convert and just to score on this driving period to stay in this football game. So fourth down, Murray gets the snap. He is rolling right. He's got pressure, and we're probably going to have a face mask against Licking Valley. They were able to sack him way back to the 40-yard line, but the way Murray's head turned, I think that's going to be a personal foul against Valley. That is what it is looking like, and it'd be a huge break for the Blue Devils because, yeah, there was... Nothing holding. Oh, it's going to be holding. They're going to call holding. Okay. So turnover on death. Even the Valley players were kind of looking around, yeah. waiting to see. But it is a holding call, so the fourth down goes awry. Well, and it's going to be Licking Valley ball at Zanesville's 41-yard line. Huge loss on that play. Yeah, Murray maybe getting the Deshaun Watson treatment with the no call that time. <laughs> but, uh... Yeah, that's a huge loss, and then turnover on downs. I mean, Valley could basically 
give them give themselves a huge cushion, really just take away any momentum that Zanesville thinks they have on with a touchdown this drive. And Zanesville is going to call a timeout here with 9:37 to go in the second quarter, 21 nothing. Unless they were saying the whole game and that maybe forced the, the Lucky Valley player yeah. into it. Yeah. I, I don't know. I mean, you would then have maybe considered offsetting penalties. But nevertheless, Valley defense has been strong. And we've seen just a good balance. Mark is running hard. And Rogers again, just one incomplete pass so far tonight. So this offense really has taken off since the West home games. And Coach Boffman said that was Rogers' best game. And he's not let down the last two weeks. And so far, not the first half of week number six. And I was very happy to see just the way this uh, Valley team came out. Because, you know, we mentioned big game next week against Watkins Memorial. Very easy to overlook. Look, this Zanesville team coming in with just one and with a one and four record, but they came out focused and they came out firing on all cylinders. And the Blue Devils don't have any response for them um, on defense or offense. First and ten at Zanesville's 41. Marches handoff on the left side. Another good hole and a good 10-yard pickup. And she mentioned that game, and we'll have that game for you next week. Right here on K98.7 from Watkins, the Warriors and the Panthers. Kickoff at 7 o'clock. Our first trip to Watkins Memorial. Looking forward to that. And they will actually be on our Licking County Locker Room Show. Coming up Monday as well, 630 from Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark at coming up this Monday night here on Kate 98.7. Boy, you led me into a promo like nobody's <laughs> business. End around. Here's Lord getting a handoff inside the 30 to the 28-yard line. And we haven't seen Rodgers throw that much just because he, he hasn't had to, but with the 21-point lead here first down, this is kind of when we saw him take that deep shot on the earlier drive to Wheeler. Maybe we'd like to see a throw here um, from Rodgers, maybe getting a little bit of experience. Not like he needs any more, but you, know, you never have too many reps or throws at quarterback. Wheeler is in. Lord had to take a break. He was banged up on that plane. Here's Rogers to throw. Fires and catch made for a short pickup to about the 21-yard line. Six yards there. Nice little pitch and catch. Not trying to force anything downfield. Just found the open receiver for a nice positive gain that time. Cam Walker was the receiver there for the five-yard pickup. And really, I think at this point, Panthers can do whatever they want on offense. Yep. Zanesville's defense kind of confused, not sure what it's going to be. Run, throw. Second and five from the 22 of Zanesville. Panthers up 21 nothing. looking for more. Rodgers rolling right. And he will keep it. He will turn it around at the 20 and will take it to the 17-yard line right at the sticks. Well, officials will stop play, see if they decide to move the chains there. I think he's inside it. I think it is a first down, and it is. So Rodgers making something out of nothing that time with a five-yard pickup, and it's first and ten Valley. Ball will be at the 17-yard line, first and ten there. Marcus behind Rodgers on this first and ten. He'll get the handoff. And he will take it 
close to the 10-yard line. Just seems like they're getting really quick off the ball, the line and Marcus. Yeah, they are definitely in sync. And, I mean, like you said, they the Blue Devils have no response. And they're probably confused. Are they going to throw? Are they going to pass? I don't think it really matters because the Panthers have been able to have great success on the run. On the run. And when they have had to throw it, the few times that Rodgers dropped back and thrown, they've also had good success that time either. So, Second and five from the 12. Here's Rodgers. It's a quarterback keep. He's at the 10. And takes it inside to the 5. Did he get in? Yes, he did. 12-yard run, Hayden Rodgers. And the lead balloons to 27 to nothing. And that time looked like Rodgers is going to be stopped a few yards short, but lowering the shoulder and trucking through for those extra yards to get into the end zone. So he's done done it throwing and he's done it running now. Six play, 59-yard drive. Wheeler. And the kick is up and good. 6.49 to go, second quarter, 28 nothing Valley. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. The experienced heating and cooling professionals that meet any budget is just a phone call away. Your local Lennox dealer, Lucart Heating and Cooling, has been installing Lennox systems in Licking County for over 60 years. Installation professionals, Nate certified technicians, and Lennox Innovations make Lucart Heating and Cooling the wise choice. Call 740-344-5497 today. That's 740-344-5497. Lennox, innovation never felt so good. Licking Memorial Health System's mission to improve the health of the community extends above and beyond providing quality health care services to Licking County residents. We value service and philanthropy and support local organizations that uplift and strengthen the entire community. LMHS is committed to supporting community benefits in arts and culture, housing and economic improvement, youth activities, social service organizations, higher education, and community service. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Squib kick by Wheeler taken at the 20-yard line as they're kicking away from Doyle wisely and return to around the 30-yard line. Listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Thanks to Houston Plumbing and Heating for their support. And don't forget, you can also take the game with you with our free app. Download WCLT Radio at the Apple App Store or Google Play Store, and you're streaming the game on Kate 98.7. 28 nothing. Lecking Valley leads it. 6.44 to go before half. Murray in the gun. Doyle comes in motion. And here's a handoff and a pretty good run this time for about eight yards that time is rough. Yeah, I think the whole point of that play, they're motioning over Doyle. Looked like it was going to be a pitch or a handoff to him initially. They ran that play a couple times in the first quarter, and so it was a handoff to Ruff off the middle. And the whole point of that play is using Doyle as a decoy, and as a result, nice, solid gain that time for Zanesville. Second and a short two. Doyle comes in motion. And inside handoff and getting the first first down of the game for Zanesville. 
That time, the running back was Vaughn Pouncey. Pouncey gets four yards, so four-yard pickup to the Zanesville 42-yard line. First and ten Devils, 5.55 remaining second quarter. 28-0, Panthers lead it. Scoring on four of their first five possessions in this ballgame. And the other possession was a missed field goal. Doyle gets it on a pitch. He makes a couple of guys move, miss, and he gets across the 45 to the 47-yard line. Again, Valley had snuffed that play out, but Doyle just making a couple of nifty moves. Garrett, you can't have him as a decoy. No, yeah, he's too valuable to be a decoy. Unless he's hurt or he's dealing with some sort of injury that we're unaware of. That um, He doesn't look like it, at least. Maybe it's an uh, arm, throwing arm injury or whatnot, but... Yeah, that looked like a loss of five instead of a gain of five. Which makes it second and five. And here's a handoff to Pouncey. Big hole up the middle. And he will take it into Valley territory to about the 41-yard line. That's a first down. So Pouncey has taken over as the main running back here for Zanesville. He's running hard, and this is easily the best drive for Zanesville in this ballgame. Yeah, you'd like to see Zanesville be able to cap this drive off with a touchdown just because of the struggles they had so far here on offense tonight. Wouldn't surprise me if Valley might use a timeout if they continue to drive here. Here's a handoff to Pouncey, and he is getting some productive yardage right now. Down to the six, uh, 36, about a five-yard pickup. Yeah, the offensive line is starting to get a little bit of a push up front for Pouncey and the other ball carriers there for the Blue Devils, which has resulted in the success on the ground. And two, just taking the pressure off of Murray that has been kind of thrown into the fire here tonight in Lick Valley. Second and five. For the Blue Devils and Murray. Wait for the snap. And here's Pouncey again. This time the Valley front wall was ready for him. And it will not be any pickup there. Back to the line and that's it. Third and five. Yeah, probably four down territory. But kind of just a similar play. The motion over Doyle. They leave it open. Whether they're going to give it to him or Pouncey or whoever is lined up um, as a running back on the play. So... I think they're just kind of trying to keep the defense honest whether they're going to be giving it to Doyle or not. Third down. Five yards to go. Murray back to throw. Got some pressure, and he will be sacked. Back at the 39-yard line. So the Valley defense rises up after a couple of first downs, and it'll be a fourth down and eight call from the Valley 38-yard line with 3.18 to go in this second quarter. Yeah, got to go for it here if you're the Blue Devils. And, you know, since Doyle lined up as a receiver, you could run some trick play, you know, pitch it to him or something, have him uh, drop back and throw since he is capable of doing that. It is fourth down. Murray back to throw. He's got a blitz coming. Fires and the catch made, but I think short of the first down by a yard, and it is. So it was a good pass play, but Valley's defense comes up and forces a turnover on downs a yard shy of the first down. Yeah, it was a good throw, good catch, just... Not quite aware of where the sticks were at that time. Just needed to step back another foot or two, and you would have had the first down instead. Another turnover on downs, and Valley 
chance to make this a 30-point-plus lead heading into the locker room. They've got two minutes and 56 seconds to do that from their own 32 to start this drive. Rogers in the gun. Fates once. He is looking, man, wide open, but knocked away by guess who? <laughs> Drew Doyle. Yeah, Doyle, good job coming up on that one. Looked like Rogers was going to hook up with, with his receiver for a huge game, even a touchdown, but Doyle came in from that safety position, knocked that one away. Fortunate that that one actually wasn't intercepted. And you don't know what Zanesville's record is going to be at the end of the year, but if he's not an all-county performer, I don't know who is. Mm-hmm. So I hope folks don't look at just the record at the end of the season because this guy does it all for Zanesville. Second and ten from the 32. Here's Marcus on the left side. Now takes it up the middle for about a four-yard pickup. Clock will continue to roll on this third down and about six. That was just the second incomplete pass for Rodgers. Yeah, he's been looking pretty good so far here today. And they, yeah, not having to throw it too much, which I think has just helped too take a little bit of pressure off of Rodgers' shoulders. His first two years seemed like he was doing everything, whether it be throwing, uh, running, you know, off these broken plays, and him using his legs himself. So I'm sure it's a nice mix of things here for him. Third and six, Rodgers to throw, and the pass too high for Wheeler. He was open, and Rodgers, that might have been, uh, it definitely was his worst pass of the <laughs> night. I don't think he just really went through at that time and just kind of threw off his back foot. So a three and out for Licking Valley, and they will go back into punt formation here with Wheeler set to punt it away with 2-12. In this second quarter, 28 nothing Valley leading Zanesville. Wheeler standing at his 22. And here's the snap. Kick on the way. Good kick. Real good kick. Doyle back to the 15-yard line. Looking for something. Not much there, but he'll make something happen. He's up to the 30. I mean, he did that all on his own again. 34-yard line. That was a 19-yard punt return. And this will be the last time I say it, I promise. He cannot <laughs> be a decoy. You have got to use this kid. Yeah, I am I'm in full agreement with you. I mean, we like we did the game, the newer game last year, the opener, and Doyle was uh the quarterback at that time and first he, start, wasn't it? Yeah. Yes, first start as a junior. First start and he looked outstanding. Um, we both were fully expecting him to be the starter here tonight. It was only really, I want to say, 20, 25 minutes for a kickoff. We saw uh, Murray taking the snaps, Doyle lining up kind of in the slot as a receiver, and we were both kind of questioning ourselves, like, is Doyle, are we going to see a switch up at quarterback here? And that's what it's been looking like so far. Murray to throw on first down, scrambling away, avoids traffic, and then incomplete pass. Valley doing a good job, really not just the front wall, but the defensive secondary, not giving Murray anybody to throw to. Yeah, good coverage from top to bottom here, and that's kind of when you do need a uh, dual-threat guy at quarterback, like we've been saying. We don't know what the game plan is going forward or if what the position change is, but, you know, you're down such a big deficit now, it's not really much of a point of putting Doyle back there. Second and ten, Murray would have throw again, and that pass is caught, unfortunately, for Zanesville because it's back to the 30-yard line. See if Valley was going to use a timeout here, down to a minute 40, but Zanesville is running up to the line, which on third down and 14, I'm not sure why you're in a hurry here. 
Murray's going to throw. Fires over the middle, and that's why, because the catch is made, and getting a huge pickup all the way to Valley's 40-yard line is Jaden Johnson. Best play of the night for Zanesville. Good throw by Murray. Johnson just beat the defensive secondary, and it's first and ten Zanesville. Well, I think they caught Valley sleeping that time. They probably weren't expecting him to snap it that early into the play clock. Murray to throw again. He is looking long for Johnson. A lot of pushing and shoving, and no call, incomplete pass, second down. Yeah, still liking the fight. I'm seeing from this Blue Devil team, obviously down a huge deficit. We'll see if they can come back, but putting the ball in the end zone here, they do get the second-half kickoff. That is a good start to trying to chip away into this lead, but they've gone to this side of the field. I want to say, what, the third consecutive drive. This is kind of where these possessions have been stalling out for the Blue Devils. 66 seconds remain in this second quarter. Second and 10, Zanesville trailing the Panthers 28-0. Murray to throw. And he will go down again at the 45-yard line. Priest one more time getting his second sack. And now Zanesville will use a timeout. That'll be their second one with 56 seconds left. And it'll be third and 15 when play resumes. Yeah, very, very similar situation. The previous third down and long, but I mean, the, I think really the the led to, to the success on the last third down conversion was just the Panther just kind of falling asleep and not expecting Zanesville to snap it that quickly. But I mean, aside from just a few plays, this Zanesville offense has looked really, really rough here in this game. You gotta give credit too, I think, to Looking Valley. They played outstanding defense here in this one, but not allowing a touchdown here in halftime, right before halftime uh, for Looking Valley will be really, really, really big. Just not allowing any sliver of hope, any uh, slight momentum you know, being carried into the locker room for the Blue Devils. They've moved the clock back to 59 seconds. Third and 15 from the Panther 45-yard line. Zanesville now with one timeout remaining. Valley has all three. And we'll see what the Blue Devils do on this third and long. Murray, back to throw. Got pressure up the middle. Rolls to his left. Looking, firing, and a good coverage that time. Nicely done by Quinn Hornfeck who knocks it away, and it'll bring up fourth down. That was actually a pretty good throwing ball that time for Murray. Hornfeck just got his hands in there and denied that ball from being caught. So fourth down here, and he hopes Zanesville has it coming back in this game. I think relies on them picking up this first down. Well, 53 seconds left. If you don't pick it up, and Valley has all three timeouts, I think they go for the jugular, so this is huge right here for Zanesville. They are going for it. Fourth down. Murray looking, firing, off the hands, incomplete. I I don't know about that. So now you've got 55 yards, basically, for Valley to get paid dirt, but Wheeler, even though he missed that 42-yard field goal earlier, can kick it. So I would think Valley's going to go for something here with three timeouts, 48 seconds. Yeah, try to get that running clock uh, to start the second half. Only need a 30-point lead, so field goal will do it, but that situation, you kind of just have to go for it if you're the Blue Devils. Uh, since it's been... 
practically impossible to stop this Panther offense. Rodgers in the gun. Back to throw. He's got some pressure. Looking, firing, and the catch made into Zanesville territory to the 40. Inside the 35-yard line, and a late flag comes in. Making the catch is Alex Phelps, his first catch to the 35. So do we have a block in the back? And I think we do. So a huge pickup will be nullified by a few yards. Still could be enough for a first down. Coach Boffman walked down. It is a block in the back. I love it when I get it right, which is hardly <laughs> ever. Well, let's see where they're going to mark this. Because that flight was... It was right in. when they kind of threw it right where he went down. So, okay. That looks about yeah. right. <laughs> From the 46 of Zanesville. So it'll make it... After the 10-yard penalty... Basically a first and one from Zanesville's 46-yard line. 30 seconds to go. Clock rolling. Here comes a blitz. Rogers eludes one man. Now fires incomplete pass. 24 seconds left. Not sure if Valley thought the clock was going to be moving yeah. there because that was a lot of time that went away. Yeah, I was going to say uh, a lot of time used up kind of arranging where the ball is going to be placed in with that penalty about... 20 seconds, over 20 seconds came off the clock there, which is big since they are kind of threatening to score here, trying to trying to score here before halftime. Probably about 20 more yards needed for a potential field goal. Here's Marcus. He's at the 40. We'll take it down to the 36. And Coach Boffin will call a timeout now. It will be a first down and the ball at the 36. I'm sure they would love at least 16 more yards down to the 20, and you've got 19 seconds to do it. And this is what you kind of look for in games moving ahead against Watkins, against Granville, which are going to be huge games for the league championship, obviously, and for a team that has aspirations right now. This is how you want to see your team execute. Yeah, this is really good practice for them. Driving down the field, say 19 seconds left in the half in a really close game or 19 seconds just left in the game, just practicing, you know, that uh, under a minute's offense, that two-minute offense um, against Zanesville here. But, yeah, like you said, good experience. And you want to see your team perform in these types of situations because they're probably going to be in some heading forward. First and 10 from Zanesville's 36-yard line. 19 ticks remain, second quarter. Trips to the far side. Wheeler's here by his lonesome on the near side. Single coverage. Rogers in trouble. He's going to run. He's at the 30, 25, and went backwards. And the ball was fumbled and recovered by Zanesville. So Rogers trying to make a little bit more of an effort, and he also is hurt. He is hurt with 9.6 seconds left. He is holding his right wrist and will come off to the sidelines there. So he tried to make one last cut instead of maybe sliding down, and that's where he was hit on the wrist and then fumbled it with 9.6 seconds to go in this second quarter. So... That is something to watch in half number two. Zanesville, see what they do on probably the final play of this 
second quarter. Murray will look to throw. He is looking deep, and that pass down there is incomplete with 2.8 seconds remaining in the second quarter. All right, so where is Rodgers now? He's looking on the sidelines. There he is. He's looking at the trainer. is looking at his wrist. So we'll have to see what happens. He's still holding it, and I think they're going to move him away so he doesn't get hit by somebody out of bounds either. And got a timeout with basically three seconds to go here. Not sure what this is all about, but it does give us a chance to pause for station identification as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the high school football game of the week on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. Licking Valley leading Zanesville just little under three seconds to go here before halftime. Homecoming tonight here at Randy Boffman Stadium. Valley jumping out quickly and racing to a 28-0 lead, but have been stalled the last couple of times, a three and out, and then driving down to about the 20-yard line, fumble and recovered by Zanesville. And that's where we're at with one play to go here before half. Murray in the gun. Doyle comes in motion. It's a pitch to Doyle. He's at the 30, 35, 40. Looking to make something happen and will be tackled at the 42-yard line after a 12-yard pickup. So we come to halftime with some interesting plot twists, potentially for half number two. 28-0, Licking Valley leads it. Back to recap this first half after a timeout as you're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Is your job going places? Mine is, and I'm taking people with me. Hi, I'm Kim, a bus operator for Licking County Transit. We make a difference in people's lives, transporting them in and around Licking and surrounding counties. We have flexible schedules, competitive wages, and great health benefits. Join our team at Licking County Transit. No CDL required. Call 740-670-5150. 740-670-5150. Equal Opportunity Employer. Built upon a solid foundation of cast iron and steel, the Kubota L01 Series is part of our tractor lineup, rated number one in durability and owner experience. They feature powerful Kubota diesel engines and easy operation. The durable Kubota L01 Series. Talk to your local Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Zanesville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. You want top joint replacement surgery? Knox Community Hospital delivers with three fellowship trained surgeons, joint classes to fully prepare you for surgery, clinical advancements like robot assisted knee replacement, pain protocols that have most patients home the next day and coveted national rankings for four years running. All to help you beat the pain and heal faster. Go to kch.org to 
learn more. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Pervious Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text Mike'sRoofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Back at Licking Valley, 28-0. The home Panthers leading Zanesville. Brian Mays, Garrett Wanda with you here on Kate 98.7. Licking Valley wasting no time on their opening to possession, going 59 yards in just four plays. 12-yard touchdown run by Trent Marcus, making it 7-0. Then Zanesville had an interception, but... Licking Valley missed a 42-yard field goal, but that didn't deter them from putting more points on the board. A one-yard touchdown run by Hayden Rogers capped off a 10-play 54-yard drive. And then next, 67-yard play drive in just two plays, 45-yard touchdown pass from Rogers to Wheeler. That made it 21 nothing, and then Rogers capping scoring off in the second quarter with a 12-yard touchdown run, and the extra point by Wheeler again making it 28 to nothing. But right before halftime, as Valley was going in to at least settle for maybe a field goal attempt, Rogers was hit, fumbled the football away, but more importantly, grabbing his wrist, and we'll have to see what that does in half number two. Yeah, that's a big storyline. It looked like Panthers are going to be set up to at least put a field goal on the board there before halftime. Rodgers went down, holding his wrist clearly in some discomfort, but you know, wouldn't be shocked uh, maybe we don't see him in the second half, even if he is all right just to play it safe here. You want your senior quarterback healthy going through the thick of your schedule here. Um, but, yeah, definitely something to keep our eye on here because, of course, I think Rodgers kind of really important to this team offensively. But overall, Licking Valley came out, was really, really impressive on both sides of the football. Um, of course, Zanesville making that change at quarterback, which we did not see coming, did not pay off as their offense stalling out just several times on just inside the 40-yard line of the Panthers. Um, we'll see what they do coming out the second half if they keep it up with uh, Murray or throw Doyle back in there for a couple drives and maybe just going forward through with the rest of the season. But obviously we don't know the situation there as, as well. Maybe there's something you know behind the scenes going on um, with O'Doyle. But uh, looking Valley, I mean, just the th- the main thing is just uh, Hayden Rogers. What is his status looking like? Is he going to be able to play the second half? Um, but even if he doesn't, I, I think I don't. Um, I still think the Panthers, I'm pretty confident they can pull this one away and win, being up 28 nothing here at the half. Looking very solid on both sides of the ball, offensively and defensively, getting an interception early and before Zanesville's last couple of drives, really not having them do anything, running or throwing the football. And Trent Marcus getting the job done again on the ground. He's been very successful the last three weeks, and it has not slowed down at all tonight. Some great holes set up by that offensive line. Yeah, the offensive lines looked outstanding for the Panthers, and two, you know, we haven't even seen 
too much of Hayden Rodgers throwing or running the football just the past couple of drives, um, which is a little change of pace over the past couple seasons since he was a starter his sophomore year. Uh, I think it, it, a lot of the offenses just kind of went and fell as he did, um, throwing or running the football. So a nice change of pace, I'm sure, for him. Um, not being solely reliant upon his play and just the offensive line doing a great job. And Marcus has looked outstanding now over the past four games. Going to probably go for another 100-yard rushing attempt, uh, rushing game here today. Um, they will likely just close this one out, whether it be Rodgers or somebody else at quarterback. 28 nothing. Licking Valley leads it at halftime over Zanesville. And our halftime now continues with Skip Mozich tonight in high school football from the Ohio News Network. From the Ohio News Network, this is the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Named best sports program in the country by the National Association of State Radio Networks. Tonight in high school football is presented by Bex Hybrids. Now here's your host, Skip Mossick. And hi again everyone. Welcome to tonight in high school football's halftime report. This evening we'll talk a little officiating with Bo Rudd, who heads that up for the OHSAA. We'll chat with Bo next on the Ohio News Network. I'm Ohio Education Association President Scott DeMauro, and on behalf of the OEA's 120,000 members, we're proud to bring you tonight's game. Our members are the public school educators who coach your kids on and off the field because we believe in the potential of every student and their right to a high-quality public education, no exceptions. That's why we will continue to speak in one voice to demand the supports and resources our public schools need because public education matters. Every farmer has their reason for why they do what they do. For Becks, it's faith, family, and farming. Since 1937, the Beck family and family of employees have been committed to honoring God and helping farmers succeed. Farming is full of extremes, and we face the challenges with hard work and steadfast determination, delivering quality line of products backed by legendary customer service. We look forward to standing by your side, supporting you as you live out the life you were meant to live. Beck's, when it comes to farming, we believe in something more. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks has been your trusted truck accessories supplier for years. And now they've got Patriot Spray and Liner, the newest technology for your truck bed. Get wear, tear, and corrosion protection with the best spray-in bed liners, backed by Patriot's nationwide warranty. McGuire's Distinctive Trucks installers will ensure a uniform application that will protect your truck from everything you throw at it. Plus, it looks great, and it can be installed quickly. Patriot Liners and McGuire's Distinctive Trucks in Carroll, your truck partner. Hi, this is Chris from KSIP Service Center. With today's oil technology, and it is fantastic, the manufacturer is now calling from five to 10,000 miles between oil changes, which is great. But there are other things that need to be done in the meantime. One piece of preventative maintenance that I think gets overlooked a lot these days, but it's actually very important, is rotating your tires. Especially now that we're going longer and longer between oil changes, you're supposed to rotate your tires every 5,000 miles. KSEPS Service Center, online at k-seps.com. KSEPS, quality you can trust. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. 
This is Tonight in High School Football on the Ohio News Network. Once again, here's Skip Mossick. We are presented by Beck's Hybrids. At Beck's, they are and will remain farmers at heart. And welcome back, everyone. Halftime of your game. We're joined for a few minutes this evening by Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sports Management with the OHSAA. And, Bo, we know there's been a concerted effort the last couple of years for outreach to recruit new officials. Have those efforts been effective? And I guess in what areas have you had the most success? Well, they have been effective. We've had the most success, really, on getting people interested. Uh, you know, since we went online training, we've got, oh gosh, uh, last year we had over 4,000 apps out there. And and as far as uh, new officials, probably about 700 across all sports. Um, I think what our issue is now that our challenge and we're working through it is to get more clinic-type based things to get them some experience before they actually go out on the field court. Um, that's that's what we're working on, and, and uh, so far so good. We've been uptick this year, and we're looking to uh, continue that trend. Bo, I know many times football officials are former players who want to stay involved with the sport. Do you encourage this? I guess even planting a seed while they're still in school. Absolutely, yeah. We've got about 50-some schools that are um, teaching some um, officiating uh, classes uh, as part of curricula, and that really helps us. Uh, we like to plant the seed. You know, um, 96 point something of our athletes aren't going to play at the next level, and then you go to the next level, and that it's another 98% of those aren't going to play at the following level. So uh, we'd like to keep them involved in the game and then and, and serving others by being an official. You know, Bo, we've asked you about this in the past, but we get the question all the time. In football, are there typically crews, or do you assign individuals from game to game? Well, regular season is almost all crews. Um, 99% is crews. Uh, what we do in playoffs, uh, weeks 11 and 12, we do crews from around the state, and then uh, um, I make up 56 crews for the following weeks. Uh, obviously, we have 56 games on week 13, 28 on week 14, uh, 14 on 15, and 7 in the finals, and those crews are made up, and so those people working finals uh, that are made up from different uh, individual people will have worked um, four games together, and that's a good thing. One of the things we try to do, especially when we're making up those crews, is even though we're, we're making up from individuals, we're going to have some people that are on the same crew together, and they're at the same level, so we'll keep them together. So I've probably got I don't know, 60% of those crews that I make up have at least one other or two other people that work together all the time. So uh, we'll try to group people together if we can. Uh, we definitely keep them, um, for the most part, uh, from the same uh, area of the state. You know, Bo, last thing. If people are interested in becoming an official, there are details on the OHSAA webpage. But I guess, how long of a process is it to go through the class and the certification process? And are there different levels, I guess, of certification to become a referee versus, say, a line judge, back judge, etc.? That's a great question. No, there aren't. Um, you just become an official in football, and then you, you end up, when you work lower-level games, probably work in a lot of different positions and uh, through a season. And that's where you really learn and, and kind of get what you want. The process takes, you know, it's it's individual. Since you're taking it online, um, you can do it in a, you know, 
two-day period or you can take a month. Um, you're just going to watch the modules and go through it and, 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 and get through that. And what happens a lot of times is people just get really interested and do it faster because they just, you know, it's like, uh, like eating candy, you know, you just keep eating. <laughs> well, it is halftime. I guess you just made everybody hungry. Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sports Management with the Ohio High School Athletic Association. Bo, we always appreciate your time. Thank you. Anytime, Skip. Take care. <laughs> All right. <laughs> and we'll be back to wrap up this week's Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. A halftime report presented by Bex Hybrids Next on the Ohio News Network. Bex recognizes this week's player with heart, Kobe Four from Paul. High School for his commitment and passion on the field and within the farming community. I just like how it takes a whole group to do it. You can't just do it on your own. And when you do it, you build tight bonds with everyone on that field. Kobe loves football and his teammates, but he's also involved in Habitat for Humanity and crushing cans for cancer. But one of his favorite activities is doing service projects for FFA. We had it go around the uh, town square and take down different posts and stuff like that and they just need touched up a little bit to make them easier to change all the different banners and everything we hang on them and through it all he's developed a passion for farming it means basically everything if you think about it everywhere you look agriculture somehow has their part in things the farming the livestock soils at bex we are in will remain farmers at heart I don't know how I'm going to get this project finished. Wrenches keep breaking, the lawnmower just cut my extension cords, and I could really use a skid steer loader. Go to the ER. Who's that? Go to the ER. Go to the ER? But I'm not hurt, just frustrated. Not the emergency room. Go to Weekend Warriors Equipment Rental for all the tools and help you need to get your project finished right and timely. Weekend Warrior Equipment Rental, Route 13, Thornville, next to Napa. Hi, this is April with the Lincoln County Veterans Service Office. Are you or someone you know who served in the armed forces homeless or in danger of becoming homeless? Please contact the Licking County Veterans Service Office. We are connected with programs designed to assist homeless veterans and their families. Contact the Licking County Veterans Service Office at 670-5430. Again, that's 670-5430. We are located at 935 Buckeye Avenue in Newark. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Cape 98.7. Our thanks once again to Bo Rugg, Director of Officiating and Sports Management with the Ohio High School Athletic Association for joining us this evening. If you have any questions and want more information about becoming an Ohio High School official, simply visit their website at ohsaa.org. Enjoy the second half of your ball game. I'm Skip Mossick on the Ohio News Network. This has been the Ohio Education Association tonight in high school football. Presented by Bex Hybrids. A reminder, you can listen to many of our affiliate broadcasts from across the state at onnradio.com. From the Ohio News Network. Everyone.
runs always on a time crunch. Whether you're pushing your team to the end zone to score or pushing to finish the construction shop for the customer so you don't have time to do lighting materials. Get the lighting and electrical supplies you need when you need them, even in job lot quantities at Linden Lighting and Supply, 200 West Monroe Street in Zanesville. LindenLighting.com. Get what you need. Get it fast. Get back to work. Good luck to all area teams this year. Stop into the toy store and upgrade your ride with epic savings on Polaris ATVs and side-by-sides. This is Jeff Ward, and now through September 30th, you can save on select Polaris Razor, Ranger, Sportsman, and General models with financing options as low as 1.49% APR for qualified buyers. There's no better time to take home a Polaris off-road vehicle. Explore the impressive Polaris lineup during our Upgrade Your Ride sales event at the Toy Store. Polaris, think outside. Terms and conditions apply. Not all will qualify for financing rates. See dealer for details. Driver must be at least 16 years old with a valid driver's license to operate. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Back at halftime, our score, 28 nothing Licking Valley, leading Zanesville in this LCL Buckeye Clash. Some scores from around the area, LCL Cardinal, Utica, Newark Catholic, Redskins lead this one 14 to nothing. Yeah, I mean, Utica's looking pretty good this year. I mean, we saw Newark Catholic pick up their first win last week, but we kind of both in agreement that Licking Heights... Kind of lost that game more than Newark Catholic wanted just because with their uh, constant personal fouls and ill-time penalties. By the way, that would be the first victory for Utica over Newark Catholic since a forfeit in 1980. Wow. And on the field since 74. Huh. So they might be getting a little excited. Long way to go. We'll see what happens. (laughs) Battle of Route 62, Northridge and Johnstown. That is a good one right now. 14-14. The Vikings and Johnnies are tied up. Heath Bulldogs, maybe the win over Zanesville got them going last week. They lead Lakewood by a score of 20 to nothing. Licking Heights did score against Granville. Blue Aces lead at 21-7. Granville's defense, I'm sure, not happy to give up seven points, but Granville looking to move to 6-0 and on the season. Also, Newark at Pickerington Central. And if this is the right score, this is beyond ugly. We've got it at 41-0. Yikes. The Tigers. They're 3-2, and two and they're smarting a little bit, and they might be taking it out on Newark tonight. So Yeah, I believe they're coming off a loss against uh, Gehanna last week. Yeah. I'm and so, uh, yeah, probably Newark, wrong place, wrong time. Very well could be the case. So see what happens in that ball game. And a lot more scores to go over with you tonight on the T100 scoreboard show with Mark Bruce and Lee Waller kicking off a little under an hour from now, 9 o'clock on T100. They'll have all those scores for you. In case you're wondering about Watkins Memorial, they are not playing this evening. They go on the road Saturday to take on Brook, West Virginia, up the river a little bit from Wheeling and Steubenville on our side. That'll be a tough ball game for Watkins. Long road trip. And it's an afternoon contest as well, so they got to get up early unless they left tonight, which I, I don't know if they did that or not. But um, 1.30 kick tomorrow, so good luck to the Warriors going across the wi- river to take on Brooke. And, of course, tomorrow night, 
Buckeyes fighting Irish. Mm-hmm. Battle of unbeatens. Ohio State has won five in a row in this series. Marcus Freeman looking to do damage to his alma mater. <laughs> what are your thoughts on that one? He's not going to be doing any damage anytime soon. Streak's going to six, I think, for the Buckeyes. Uh... I just think they they got on the right track last week against Western Kentucky. They played a lot better than the previous two weeks. And Western Kentucky is probably the best team that they've played so far this year. So I think as long as things don't go terribly wrong, which they will have to go terribly wrong, I I think, if uh, Notre Dame wants to take down the Buckeyes for the first time since, what, the 1920s? Yes, (laughs) Yes, <laughs> that would be correct. They had a 2 nothing lead in the series. That got wiped away in the 90s with back-to-back victories at home in South Bend. And then bowl games have been dominant. And then mm-hmm. last year, not a real great one to start the season. Kind yeah. of ugly on both sides. The Buckeyes were able to get the, get the victory. So it'll be raucous in South Bend, I'm sure, oh, tomorrow yeah. night. And the... Uh, Jerseys, the green jerseys, the luck of the Irish, they will try anything to pull it off. But hopefully uh, Ohio State can get the victory on the road. That would be a a signature win for Ryan Day, who really needs a signature win after the last couple of seasons. They've been dominant, and they've beaten you know the lights of Penn State and some others, but he needs that marquee victory, and that would be a big one tomorrow night. Absolutely. I know you're looking forward to seeing those green jerseys, huh? Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait. Can't wait for that. That's when I kind of wish we'd still have the black and white TVs. I'd be fine. <laughs> I'd be fine with that. But nevertheless, hopefully the Buckeyes can get the victory. So Zanesville will get the ball to start this second half, trailing 28 to nothing. So we'll wait and see at least one drive with Hayden Rogers. And you've pointed it out. He is out warming up and looks to be okay. So I would say he's probably good to go. Yeah, I think I'm there with you. Just one drive, maybe. Uh, put a touchdown on the board or a field goal, get the clock rolling, and uh, don't risk further injury or further aggravation of that wrist. Obviously, it's nothing too serious because he is out here warming up. He looks to be all right. I mean, you told me, if you didn't tell me he got hurt, doesn't look like it and anything's bothering him down there on the sideline. But don't want to push your luck here. Uh, but you do definitely want to get out here with the win. No question about that. So both teams have concluded their warm-ups, and we're getting ready to start this third quarter of action. Looking Valley up by a score of 28 to nothing. As we mentioned, Valley on the road in next week, traveling to Watkins Memorial to take on the Warriors. The game we'll have for you here on Tate 98.7 next Friday night. But business to conclude here. As they gather around Coach Boffman, getting ready to send his players out to the field. Three times state runner-up here at Licking Valley. Easily, you can say, living legend. No question about it. Close to 350 victories. All of them but six when he coached at Canadian Hutton Indian Valley back in 1981 when he went six and four. The rest of the time... All right here in Hanover leading this Panther program with 22 playoff appearances and eight regional final championships. 
there. Good luck filling those shoes. Yeah, that's, that's all I got to say on that. Kind of set up to fail, really, with this <laughs> statistic. So. All right, so Jacob Wheeler is out, getting ready to kick things off. Ball is on the tee. And we'll see what Zanesville does here. They had a little bit of momentum or a little bit of more positive plays offensively at the end of that first half. Couple big pass plays, but still unable to dent the scoreboard against this Valley defense. So Wheeler is set. Ball is placed at the 40-yard line. And the third quarter is underway. Line drive kick. It'll be fielded at the 10-yard line. That's Tabler, and Tabler will get across the 20, but will only reach the 25-yard line, and that's where Zanesville will start this third quarter. And in that first half for the Zanesville offense, we saw a few flashes of some big plays here and there, but just wasn't able to put together a complete drive, really establish any form of consistency, whether it be running or throwing the football, you know, to put some points on the board, which I'm sure they're hoping to do so here in this opening drive of the second half. Mackay Murray will stay in at quarterback. First and ten, Zanesville. Doyle comes in motion. Here's a pitch to Doyle on the left side. Makes a nice cut and will get to the 28-yard line before Cam Walker tackles him. But I like the fact he got the football. Yeah. Yeah, they, they run that play a lot in that first half. They just motion over Doyle and... It's just, I think, to throw off the defense. Just having him in motion, you know, I know you hate it, but you can use him as a decoy there or give him the football oh, that shame time. Shame on you. Shame on you. <laughs> that time, they did give him the football, which I'm sure we're going to be seeing a lot more of here, hopefully, in the second half. Second down and six after the four-yard pickup. And inside handoff and a good push to the 35-yard line is Cameron Ruff. And that will be enough for a first down. So a much better start in this third quarter for Zanesville. Two two running plays gets him a first down. And maybe, yeah, looking a little slow to come out here in this second half. Definitely should not let their foot up off the gas here because the Zanesville team can put up some points in a hurry. First and ten at the Blue Devil 35-yard line. Murray to throw, fires, and the catch made, and getting about a three-yard pickup. Pretty solid hit right there, too. It looked like it was Walker again, and it was, as Tabler made the catch. So, three-yard pickup, second down. And it's taking what the Panthers are giving them here so far early, like in what I'm seeing from this Zanesville offense so far in this opening drive. But, you know, we, we've seen moments like this in the first half. They just seem to stall out, though, when they get on the Panthers' side of the field. Second down and seven from the 38. And handoff. And, oh, I'll tell you what. Ruff was hit at the line of scrimmage, but he was able to dive forward and get across the 40 to the 41 and definitely made something out of nothing there. Yeah, absolutely. Probably should have been stopped for no gain and ends up picking up about four yards. So third and short coming up now, trying to extend this drive and keep a slim chance alive for the comeback. 
Nine minutes, 35 seconds, third quarter. 28-0 Valley leads it. Third and four Zanesville at their 36-yard line. Murray, here's the pitch to Doyle. Doyle will be hit behind the line of scrimmage. And again, Valley knew that play was coming, and they're right there to make the stop. Logan Workman in on the tackle. Yeah, good stop that time by the Panthers. Like you said, knew the ball was likely going to reach Doyle on that big third down here, and unfortunate that the Blue Devils weren't able to cap that off with some points. Uh, it looked very promising at first, but just stalled out there on third down. So now Doyle will set back to punt it away for Zanesville, standing at his 29-yard line. Lore back to receive at Valley's 30. Here's the snap. End over end kick that Lore will field at the 27. He's at the 30. 35-40. Cuts to the left. He's at the 45 midfield. 45-40. And will go out of bounds deep into Zanesville territory. What a return by Austin Lore. Yeah, Lore showing the twitchiness and elusiveness that time. Making several defenders miss going opposite side of the field and setting up the Panthers with once again really good field position, which has kind of led to the success by Licking Valley. They've always been set up, it seems like, inside Zanesville territory. And for Zanesville, they're always usually set up on their own 20 or 30 yard line. Well, in fact, only one possession in that first half was Licking Valley in their own territory. And they went three and out. Mm. First and ten from Zanesville's 39. Here's Marcus. And he will squirm forward for about four yards. Unofficially, Marcus had over 100 yards in that first half. 13 carries for 105 yards. And he gets four right there. Yeah, he's been on an insane heater these past now four games. And they're going to want to continue that. You know, he's getting hot at the right time. This team just getting hot at the right time, you know. Um, it's fine to go on, too, if you win the rest of your football games. Second down and six from the Blue Devil 31-yard line. First possession of the third quarter for Licking Valley, up 28-0. And Marcus, this time, will be thrown back to the original line of scrimmage. And a nice tackle by Trey Bradford, one-on-one. And Marcus will lose four. Yeah, Bradford breached the offensive line that time. One of the few times we saw... We see all the uh, Licking Valley offensive line lose the battle in the trenches tonight. I want to say the first negative uh, yard rush tonight, too, for the Panthers. They'll say a three-yard loss, so it's third and nine from the Blue Devil 34-yard line. Rogers yet to throw a pass in this second half. Let's see if he does it here. He will roll to his right, and it's a pass and a nice catch. And getting down inside the 25-yard line to the 21-yard line, that's Alex Phelps, his second catch of the night, and it's a Licking Valley first down. Nice third down conversion right there. Found Phelps, and it was just all yards after catch that time as he had lots of room out in front of him. And I'm sure Licking Valley just trying to get to the end zone here to really officially put this one away with the running clock. 12-yard pickup to the 22. First and 10 there, Licking Valley. Phelps has had a couple big touchdown catches this year for the Panthers. Gets that big third down catch. Rodgers with Marcus behind him on first and 10. 
And here's Marches getting the handoff at the 20 and just keeps turning inside the 15-yard line. Looked like that was to be a three-yard pickup, and he got a lot more. Yeah, Marcus doesn't look, look like the biggest guy out there. Just listed 5'10", 180, but he moves a lot. Looks like he's a lot heavier than that, just with a lot more power. Like you said, it looked like he was only going to be able to get a three-yard gain, but he's just able to power forward and just fall on top of the defenders to get even more yards. Second down after the nine-yard pickup, a long one here. Rodgers, and here's a handoff to Walker on the end around, and Zanesville's right there. That's going to lose yardage. Looked like that was Caleb Underwood who was right there to sniff that one out, and it's back to about a third and, I'd say, third and four. Yeah, Zanesville's done a pretty decent job on this possession stopping the rushing attack. Uh, it's going to force probably a passing play here on this third down. Going to try to make Rodgers beat you through the air, which is what you would like to do ideally. Just unfortunately couldn't do it earlier in this, in this football game. From the 16, third and four for Valley. Rodgers gets the snap, looking to throw. Fires over the middle, and he's got Phelps at the five. He breaks a tackle, and he's into the end zone. Touchdown, looking Valley. 16-yard touchdown pass. Phelps doing a lot of that on his own, breaking a couple of tackles. And the Panthers go up 34-0. Yeah, looks like Phelps originally caught that one right at the sticks, made a defender miss, and just kind of dives into the end zone. And another big third-down conversion. Good throw by Rodgers, good reception by Phelps, and that's just good stuff that they want to just keep building upon as the season goes along. Wheeler on for the extra point. Snap down, kick on the way. No problemo. 4.56 remains third quarter. 35-0 Licking Valley. Back after this timeout on the high school football game of the week. Kate 98.7. Hi, this is Charlie Burwell from Church Street Floor Covering. And we're happy to welcome back all the high school football players to the field. At Church Street Floor Covering, we support all local athletes and wish them the best of luck this season. If you're looking for flooring that can stand up to whatever your home team throws at it, Come see us at Church Street Floor Covering. We've been scoring big points with our customers for over 30 years. Church Street Floor Coverings, across from the Buckeye Valley YMCA. And don't forget to tell them, Charlie sent you. At Lincoln Memorial Health Systems, our mission is to improve the health of the community. Our facilities utilize state-of-the-art technology that surpasses the standard for community hospitals to provide excellent health care for Licking County residents. Our health care technology features surgical robotics, advanced patient monitoring systems, cutting-edge imaging, and more to enhance patient outcomes, recovery, and safety. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate 98.7. Kickoff by Wheeler will be fielded at the 22 yard line and up to about the 24, just a couple yards on that pickup. So, six plays, 35 yards, 16 yard touchdown pass from Rogers to Alex Phelps makes the score 35 to nothing. And what a night for Rogers. Two touchdown passes, two touchdown runs. Yeah, and he really hasn't. Uh 
had to even drop back and throw too much of this one. Um, but the times he has been, it's been really effective. Also, just when he had when he's had to run, looking really, really good. Aside from that one lost fumble right before half, but it's in kind of the one-two combo with him and Marcus. Um, it's just a, a really good job. It's not relying. This offense isn't relying upon either the running back or the quarterback. They're both really, really dynamic ball players. Um, and I'm just interested to see now, too, you know, how they will stack up against teams like Watkins and Memorial in Granville, specifically, you know, how that Granville defense will plan to stop um, this offense that's basically looked unstoppable here tonight against the Blue Devils. Two-yard pickup, and we do now have a running clock with a score 35 nothing. Three minutes, 30 seconds to go in this third quarter. And the catch made right at the first down sticks. David Evans, he got hit hard, but he held on to it, and it is a first down. Yeah, at this point in the game, you know, if you are going to go with Murray rest of the way um, on the season for the Blue Devils, now it's just about, you know, just getting some good quality reps in against a good quality opponent and just building confidence in him. Um, yeah, he's just a sophomore. He's got a long way to go. Obviously, the season not going the way you want. And it will be likely falling to one and five, but still very valuable reps here for the sophomore to get at quarterback. He will throw again on first down, and that pass behind his intended receiver, Jane Geiger. Zanesville, at one point last year, after they defeated Heath, had a record of three and two. Drew Doyle got hurt. And they did not win a game the rest of the season, going three and seven, and currently right now, one and four. So you go from three and two to getting one victory in your next ten contests. That's tough. Yeah, I'm sure it's taken a little bit of a toll on this team. You know, just losing that many games in a row. I know coaches and players say it doesn't affect them, but it can't help it. You know, affect it. especially you know carrying into you know multiple seasons. Um, and then, you know, just the way that this game's been going here tonight. But, um, you know, maybe we'll see the switch of a quarterback. It's not going to pay off this game, but as the season goes along, can help him get more wins. Murray's looking long, and the catch is caught at the Licking Valley 30-yard line. Braden, Braden Young with the catch. And I'll tell you what, the sophomore Murray threw it on a dime that time. Yeah, he sh- I want to say the second or third time he s- kind of showed off his arm strength here in this one, and that time it was really accurate right in the bread basket of his receiver. And now they're set up with really good field position once again inside the Looking Valley 35-yard line here, but we'll see if they can cap it off with some points. This is where these drives usually die out. At the 31, Murray to throw. He's got pressure, and he will go down all the way back to the 42-yard line. And a little bit extracurricular afterwards. But the heat came on, and a huge loss for Zanesville will push him back. Let's see if they give a generous spot, which they do, to the 40. Still a nine-yard loss. Yeah, that's a tough play right after you had that huge pickup through the air. You immediately, you know, you're hoping to get another positive play, at least stay in front of the chains, and then end up losing nine yards. It kind of sets you back and takes a little bit of the wind out of your sails. Second and 19 now from the 40-yard line. We are down to 35 seconds in this quick-moving third quarter. Valley leading at 35 to nothing. Murray gets the snap, 
Here comes a blitz, sacked once again, all the way back to the 48-yard line. Ty Hufford came in that time, and he put the wraps on Murray, and that will probably conclude this third quarter, which it will. So Licking Valley getting one possession in the third quarter. They make full advantage of it with the touchdown. They lead at 35-0. Back for quarter number four after this timeout on the high school football game of the week on Kate 98.7. Do you come home to find your trash thrown all over the ground, driveway, or yard? Or are you just tired of paying too much just to get rid of your trash? Call Shackelford's Disposal today. Offering a weekly residential trash service at honest and fair pricing. Shackelford's also offers commercial and dumpster services for your weekend and construction projects. So call Shackelford's Disposal at 740-366-0001, where you get the real deal. Hi, this is Chris from KSIP Service Center. With today's oil technology, and it is fantastic, the manufacturer is now calling from five to 10,000 miles between oil changes, which is great. But there are other things that need to be done in the meantime. One piece of preventative maintenance that I think gets overlooked a lot these days, but it's actually very important, is rotating your tires. Especially now that we're going longer and longer between oil changes, you're supposed to rotate your tires every 5,000 miles. KSEPS Service Center, online at k-seps.com. KSEPS, quality you can trust. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating on Case 98.7. Back at Randy Boffman Stadium, one quarter to go here. Licking Valley at home, taking care of Zanesville by a score of 35 to nothing. Brian Mays and Garrett Wandel. So after a huge pass play that got Zanesville within some striking distance, back-to-back sacks of nine and eight yards respectively, now have a third and 27 from the Valley 48-yard line. Murray to throw. Again, pressure over the middle, and the pass tipped and almost intercepted. It was tipped once by Evan Lohr, and he tipped it right towards Cam Walker, and it went through his hands. It's fourth down. Yeah, Walker, I think, was a little too worried about the return, I think, on the interception. That's why I kind of just went right through his hands, but definitely dangerous throw that time, and Blue Devils now will be forced to punt this one away. So, fourth and 27 now. And you called it. Zanesville gets one or two good plays, and then it just completely goes awry. Here's the punt by Doyle. Straight up in the air. Not much. We'll see what the bounce does. And it hits a Valley player, but it does fall. Looking Valley does recover it at their 31-yard line with 10.56 to go in this fourth quarter. So, Valley is going to move to 4-2. and two. Four very strong, convincing wins, including that first one over West Holmes, snapping West Holmes' 23-game regular season win streak. And since then, they've been on a roll. Now, granted, it's been three teams that had one win coming into tonight, total of three wins total. But still, they're doing what they're supposed to be doing, winning convincingly over these teams. Yeah, I mean, just using the high test here tonight, you just see the growth and progression of this team, both offensively and defensively, from last year heading into this year. Here goes Marcus. 40-45 midfield into Zanesville territory. He's still running hard, and he gets a 21-yard pickup on first down. 
Yeah, and Marcus specifically, too. It seems like he's kind of really exploded onto the scene, especially these past four games, which they're going to need you know, all the help that they can get offensively, you know, going against these very strong defensive teams heading into kind of the thick of their schedule. But, yeah, I mean, um, it wasn't looking good after that, uh, what, 46-17 loss to Heath. We're both really shocked at the final score of that one. Um, but, yeah, the, the West Holmes win, obviously a huge win. And then they're just carrying that momentum and beating these teams that they should be beating convincingly, as we all kind of expect this Looking Valley team to do. Uh, good sign. This team is definitely trending in the right direction at the right point in the season. Marcus, two yards on a pickup there. Actually, they'll say just a yard pickup. Second down and nine from Zanesville's 47-yard line. And with the running clock, maybe Valley would get one more possession, but i got to think this is it for the starters, mm-hmm. no matter what happens here. Second and nine from the 47. Rogers and inside handoff to Marcus trying to push the pile forward does to about the 45 for a couple more yards brings up third down so he'll have about give or take close to 150 yards rushing tonight which has kind of been where he's been mm-hmm. the last three weeks so you get that and you have Rogers doing what he's doing through the air great mix yeah Good balance, and that's what you need. Um, you can't be reliant on either the rushing or the passing attack. So good balance, that's how you win football games, especially, you know, come down the stretch against really talented teams. Third and seven from the 45, just two seconds to get this off, and they do. And Marcus breaks a tackle, 40. He's at the 35. He's at the 30. 25, 20, 15, inside to about the 11. Scratch the 150 yards. He's going for 200, I yes, think. Yes, he is. <laughs> he is still running hard and playing like it's a tie ball game. Looks like there's a injured Blue Devil down there at about midfield. Yep. About a 33-yard pickup there on that third down and seven. And we do have an injured Blue Devil back behind the play. Yeah, that would put him at about 168. Huh. If you trust my math. It's a solid night. I would say so. (laughs) I would say so. With just about 20 carries. So, very good average. Very solid average. So... He's on the sidelines now with his helmet off. That might have been his last carry of the evening. That's a good way to go out, 33-yard scamper. I'm sure he would like to take that one for six, but, yeah, don't want to jinx it or push your luck here. Obviously have the win. Just want to make sure none of your starters get hurt here. Want to keep everybody fresh. So Valley going also... You know the defense wants to get the shutout, too. Oh, yeah. So, let's see what they decide to do here. Yeah, Marcus is still on the sideline. Injured player, J.J. Willett, was able to walk off under his own power, which is always a good sign. Clock running, 8 minutes and 8 seconds. First and 10, Valley at the Zanesville 12-yard line. 
up 35-0. And Braden Marlett is in there. And going into the end zone is Braden Marlett. 12 yards out. One carry, 12 yards, and a house goal. That's how you enter a ball game. Yeah, no, uh, no loss there. Is there to get the cherry on the top here? Is now making it 41 to nothing, leaving no doubt there on the field. And I think at this point, this Saintsville defense has been worn down and is fatigued as they've been getting run all over all night long. So Bray Marlett off the left side, basically untouched. Yeah going into the end zone. So, 41 nothing Valley. Wheeler on to attempt the extra point. And they're short a player. And that's not going to make Coach Boffman happy. See how much time they've got. <laughs> they've still got 10 seconds on the play clock, so they're still going to be all right. Rogers sets the person in motion. Gets him set. Now Wheeler set to hopefully go as I wait not to do the jinx. And I didn't. Perfect on extra points tonight. 6.54 remain. 42-0 now. Licking Valley comfortably on top. So two offensive possessions in this second half and two touchdowns. Yeah, former uh, Zanesville Blue Devil Mark D'Antonio not happy looking at this one if he is former Michigan State head coach. Yes. Uh, actually, associate head coach now kind of filling in for the drama there at Michigan State, but uh, very accomplished coach. Got a couple wins and some big games against the Buckeyes. Got some Big Ten championships, but, yeah, filling in. Filling in, did a great job starting at Cincinnati. Was a longtime member of Coach Jim Trussell's staff and got the job at UC and then went up to East Lansing and probably the most consistent, successful run that the Spartans have had since maybe back in their heyday of the mid-60s, early 70s and enjoyed his winning record against the team up north. Mm -hmm. While I didn't like the victories he got against the Buckeyes, what he did to those in Ann Arbor was pretty darn sweet. And the kickoff will be fielded at the 10-yard line. And, again, good special teams coverage by Licking Valley. Only return up to about the 13-yard line. So... Down to six and a half minutes remaining. 42 nothing Valley. Their most points, I believe, this season so far as well. I know they've been in the mid-30s a couple times, but yep. uh, obviously probably their most complete performance so far in this four-game win streak. Yeah, their previous season high on offense was the 40 against West Holm. So, yeah, season high on offense and then begin the... First shutout of the season on defense, so it's a good, solid overall performance on both sides of the ball. I mean, yeah, they really can't be playing any better heading into Watkins next week. First and ten, here's a handoff to Rush, and he'll get two or three yards. And, again, just off the top of my head, which we know can go haywire every <laughs> once in a while, I'm thinking two penalties at match. You had the the block in the back right before halftime, and maybe there was a hold in the first half or there something. Was, yep. But I think it's it's less than three penalties for sure in the ball game, and you do have the one turnover. But really, there's not a lot to to find issue with. 
No, yeah, there was just that one holding, I'd say, in the first half. It kind of killed their drive. Um, yeah, a block in the back right before halftime with the fumble. But other than that, it's been pretty good for, yeah, I mean, pretty perfect. I mean, as perfect as you can play. I mean, you're all, you can only do so much. You pick up penalty here and there. But, uh, yeah, when this game's been close, just really one ill-time penalty, I'd yeah. say, for the Panthers tonight. Which, that's that's impressive. That really is. Speaking of impressive, how about a 20-yard pass play to Drew Doyle? <laughs> When he gets his hands on the ball, things happen. Five minutes remain, fourth quarter, 42-0 Valley. Here's Murray to throw. A lot of pressure. He eludes a couple defenders, but he will go down at about the 27-yard line. And we do have an injured Blue Devil as well, and that is their running back, Ruff. And that will stop with 4.44 to go here in the ballgame. But he is able to get up. He's okay. He doesn't want to go out. He wants to stay in the game, but they are going to go ahead and take him out just to make sure he's okay. So, Zanesville, yeah, you're probably going to go with this moving forward. And, again, maybe it is something with a, a, a shoulder situation or something where he can't be quarterback, but he's played the entire game. So, you want to use him. You've got to find ways to get him the football. A lot more than what we've seen tonight. Murray, here's the pass caught by Evans. He's been a very busy receiver. That's about his fifth catch on the night, and he will go out of bounds at about the 36-yard line, bring up a third and long with four minutes and 20 seconds remaining. I think going forward for Zanesville, if you uh, want to stick with Murray at quarterback, you can always throw in Doyle. You know, say third and short, fourth and short situations, have him line up at quarterback, just make the defense maybe second-guess themselves, you know, maybe not just a straightaway run play. But he has the capability of dropping back and completing passes as well, so maybe just using him in certain situations. How about another sack, though, by that Licking Valley defense? As they get in once again, Marcus Clark making the sack inside the 30-yard line. As they continue just to put pressure on Murray. Multiple sacks tonight by that Panther defense as we come up on three and a half minutes, and it is fourth down. And again, the question we have to ask Garrett when it's fourth and long is it the mile or country mile when it's fourth and 16? Well, just mile on this one. Just, just a mile on this one. All right. It's got to be, I think. I don't want to contradict myself here. At least on like 25 plus for it to be the country mile. I got you. <laughs> and the pass falls incomplete, out of bounds, turnover on downs, and Looking Valley will take over. And hilarious moment there on the sidelines. Hayden Rogers tried to slip by the assistant to come out, and the assistant said, "No, you're not going back out. That's it." <laughs> Nice try, but that's it. Yeah, don't blame him. You know, he had that little scare with the uh, the wrist right before halftime. Yeah, no need to uh, go out there risk anything else. So just run the rest of this clock out here and enjoy your fourth straight victory. Yep. Absolutely. So we are under three minutes to go now, all Licking Valley by a score of 42 to nothing. See who we now have in at quarterback. I believe it's Marcus Clark. 
And here's a handoff to Braden Marlett getting his second carry. Not as successful as the first one. Back to the line of scrimmage and that'll do it. And yep, you just want to get out of here right now. No more injuries, nothing else going on. And a couple more plays and that should about do it as we're down to 2 minutes and 15 seconds. Yeah, both these teams are ready to move on here to next week. As, like we've mentioned, we will be doing the Looking Valley Watkins Memorial game. And a, a pass attempt was made, and I should correct myself, Ethan Wolf is the quarterback. My, my mistake on that, Ethan Wolf. And he was trying for a pass play, falls incomplete. I think they threw a flag, though. Can we get some help with the pass interference? Yeah, they're waving the flag. So that'll make it third down and 11 with under 90 seconds to go. And that's the way you call it. Wave that flag off when this game is over. (laughs) So third down for Valley. And Mallet is drilled big time behind the line of scrimmage. And it'll bring up fourth down, so they'll have to run one more play as we still have a minute to go. And right now, let's go ahead and pause for station identification. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on WCLT, W254CT Newark, Kate 98.7. Forty seconds to go here at Licking Valley. Panthers getting their fourth victory in six tries, leading forty-two to nothing. With one more play, maybe two to go here. As they're taking the clock down as far as they can. It's a fourth down and thirteen. Clark in the gun, ball on the ground, and he will be pushed back to the 41-yard line with 17 seconds. And that will stop the clock momentarily with the turnover on downs, and then we'll be just about done. 17 seconds to uh, break the shutout. We'll see what happens here. Murray has shown some flashes, though. I mean, like we said, just not anything... This offense overall hasn't been able to put together a consistent drive. There'd be a big play maybe here or there, but um, not able to even get in the red zone one time this game. So, But Murray definitely has some nice arm strength. Has some nice accuracy, too. Um, I want to say maybe on the previous drive or two drives ago, as there is a switch at quarterback for the... And they're not going to even run it. Yeah. Yep, that's just going to do it. So the ball game comes to an end. Licking Valley on homecoming, victorious in a big way, defeating Zanesville by a final of 42 to nothing. We'll come back and recap this ball game after a timeout. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Your college experience should be built just for you, supporting everything you value most. That's why Ohio University delivers the high-quality education we're known for right here on our Zanesville campus. 
Whether you're a full-time student or working full-time, Ohio's affordable, flexible degrees are always in demand in our community and can take you anywhere. Earn a degree in your own backyard on your own terms and move your career and your community forever forward. Learn more at ohio.edu slash Zanesville. Hi there, it's Haley from Mike's Roofing, and we're having a vinyl siding sale. Get the best price of the year now. Call me at 740-763-2867, and I'll send out my Uncle Nicky to give you a free estimate. Then I'll send my dad and my brother over to complete the job. We use Provia's Siding bought locally at MRV. You don't want to miss out. The vinyl siding sale, I'll be waiting for your call. 740-763-2867. And don't forget, we do roofs too. Text Mike'sRoofing.net. Really, Dad? You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by Licking Memorial Health Systems on Kate 98.7. No matter the season, there's always work to do. Husqvarna is always there to make the toughest jobs easier. Husqvarna has been the choice of professionals and homeowners alike for more than 332 years. Wright Brothers Power carries a full range of parts and accessories that add versatility, increase performance, and provide protection for your Husqvarna. For the full lineup of Husqvarna products and accessories, visit Wright Brothers Power at 625 West Church Street. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week, brought to you by Lashley Tractor Sales on Kate 98.7. The Energy Cooperative Operation Roundup Foundation has granted over $3.8 million into our community since 2006. Participating members round up their utility bills to the next dollar, creating funds for school books, playground equipment, community parks, animal rescue, scholarships, and more. The Operation Roundup Foundation Board of Directors say thank you for helping to improve our community. For more information on Operation Roundup grant applications, go to myenergycoop.com slash roundup. 60 years of getting the job done right. 60 years of satisfied customers at their homes and businesses. Houston Plumbing and Heating, your York professional contractor, is celebrating 60 years in business. Since 1963, our family has been keeping your family safe and comfortable. Call us at 740-763-3961, where for 60 years and counting, one call does it all. Ohio license number 25394. You're listening to the High School Football Game of the Week. Brought to you by KSEP's Auto Body and Service Center on Kate 98.7. Welcome back to Licking Valley. Final score tonight, 42-0. As the Panthers defeat the Zanesville Blue Devils, moving their record to 4-2 and two with their fourth consecutive victory. Trent Marcus, over 160 yards, rushing with a touchdown. Hayden Rogers. Two touchdown passes, two touchdown runs, and just an overall dominating performance tonight by LV. Yeah, they did definitely did not overlook the Blue Devils here tonight. They scored their most points that they had all season long. They got a shutout on defense. I mean, it's hard to really nitpick this performance. Sure, you had a couple penalties, but um, 
Other than that, I mean, this offense looked as good as I've ever seen it over the past three seasons. I mean, you you have uh, Rodgers who can throw it and run it. Um, you have a nice rushing attack. The line, I feel like the offensive line looks really, really good. This is the best I've seen this Looking Valley offensive line look so far. Um, and I think really... And that's just how it goes, you know. You, your offense kind of lives and dies based on your offensive line play, and also the defense too. They were applying tons of pressure. I lost count of how many sacks there were tonight, but they were making it very hard for Murray back there, um, and even just the rushing plays in general. Good job of limiting Doyle when he did touch the football. He did have some flashes here and there, but for the most part, he was kept in check. And um, I mean, it's hard to. Play a much better game heading into the uh, most difficult part of your schedule if you're looking Valley. I would think even though Zanesville may have over 100 total yards offense, it probably is going to be reduced by all those sacks and, and lost plays. So it's not going to be much more than that if it even did get to the century mark because of that defensive front with multiple sacks. And again, good job by the secondary not giving Murray anyone to be open to to throw the football but again really there, there's not much else to say it just was a dominating performance they did an offense defense special teams everything was exactly what coach Boffin wanted them to accomplish tonight and that's why they win it by a final of 42 to nothing we'll wrap it up next after our final timeout as you're listening to the high school football game of the week on kate 98.7 Hi folks, it's Andy Ritberger. There's nothing better than taking your tailgate party up a notch or two, and all it takes is one stop at the Ritberger North Market to get our brats, hot dogs, steaks, ribs, and pork tenderloin. I gotta tell you that what's on your grill can make or break your party, so come see us at the Ritberger North Market on Maple Avenue in Zanesville. And if you're in the Buckeye Lake area, check out our new store, the Ritberger Market at the Lake. Power and versatility, the Kubota M7 tractor is built for hay and forge work. Up to 168 horsepower, superior loader lift capacity, easy-to-use controls, all-day comfort. And your choice of a 30 by 15 semi-power shift or Kubota variable transmission. And rated number one in durability and owner experience. Talk to your hometown Kubota dealer today to schedule a demo. Go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. Visit Lashley Tractor Sales in Zanesville or online at LashleyTractor.com. Listening to the high school football game of the week, brought to you by Mike's Roofing on Kate ninety eight point seven. Hope you can join us Monday night at six thirty for our next edition of the Licking County Locker Room, live from Ship Brothers Brewing in downtown Newark. We'll be featuring Watkins Memorial for you, and then we'll continue our travel with the Warriors as we will be visiting them Friday night at home when they take on these Licking Valley Panthers in a good LCL Buckeye matchup. Pre-game 6.45 and live kick at 7 o'clock. Thanks to our engineer and producer, Kenny Beck, as always. Thank you, Kenny. For Gary Wandel, this is Brian Mays. Again, your final score from Randy Boffman Stadium in Hanover. Licking Valley, 42. Zanesville, nothing. Enjoy the rest of your Friday night and weekend, everybody. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. This has been an official WCLP sports presentation on Kate 98.7. You've been listening to the High School Football Game of the Week on Kate 98.7. Tonight's game was brought to you by Houston Plumbing and Heating, Licking Memorial Health Systems, KSEF's Auto Body and Service Center, Lashley Tractor Sales, and Mike's Roofing.